This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome back to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. Uh, this week, we are going to talk to or continue our conversation with the hop nerd, Sam Goodman. Uh, I had such a great time so far talking to him. You can tell by as much as the times we've been laughing and giggling and he even got me to, to squeak while I was laughing. So we had a great time. It was, it was really good. Uh, the continuation of a conversation versus, uh, or I should say, regarding uh, some of the things you're looking for with incident management. We also were talking a little bit of, you know, tongue in cheek about some of the domain names that I end up buying. So if you ever want to see those mess, you could go to sheldonprimus.com backslash domains. Uh, and then there's truly one of those uh, things that we talk about later on. We talk about training and how Sam decided to take it amongst himself to be able to offer quality human and organization performance training that is going to be done a self-paced way and that is going to be done in a way that is not going to break the bank. So he talks a little bit about that in his Hop University. And then we also keep catching up and, and talking about some of the things that, that we truly value together. Uh, before we go into this episode, I want to remind you that I am having a con- uh, contest right now. So uh, go to sheldonprimus.com backslash contest. And there you have the opportunity to register to get one actual course, the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. It's a $575 value, so you could go ahead and take this course for free if you win it. So you could do multiple entries too at this as well. So I would uh, go to shellandprimus.com backslash uh, contest and uh, go ahead and, and do an entry. All right. Well, without any further ado, oh yeah, three. Got a word from our sponsor. Then right after the word from our sponsor, then we are going to get back into our conversation with the Hop Nerd. Have you been considering wanting to take the Safety Consultant Blueprint course online? Well, let me throw a little monkey wrench into your thoughts. I am going to do a live three-day event on Zoom. It's going to be a workshop that is me walking you through this course step by step by step each day, July 28th, July 29th, and July 30th from 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have an intimate group of a maximum 15 participants. So register today, sheldonprimus.com backslash live for the Safety Consultant Blueprint. So go to sheldonprimus.com backslash live and register today. But so I, I think that there is something to be said. That that was kind of kind of a long rambling rant. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think there is something to be said that, you know, going out and, and looking at normal work, doing observations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a bad thing, right? What I encourage folks to do is to understand though. This is really where I where I where I push people and this is again not hop, not not behaviorism, just something better, is to go out 
And when you see those behaviors, to just understand that that person, when you look at them, you're going to go, that's stupid, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the first place your mind goes. It's a bias that we have, right? We're going to look at that. And we're going to go, oh, dummy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. And our first instinct is to go, hey, what do you doing? Get down off of that bucket or whatever it is, right? Get down off there. How can you be so stupid, right? To understand though, right? To understand that that behavior manifests from somewhere, right? When you see those behaviors to understand that they're not causal, they're symptomatic. Correct. Right? They're, the, they're a symptom of something deeper in the system. And we're, we're pushing those people into those, our systems, right? Our systems are perfectly tuned to give us the outcome that we're getting. Exactly. Right? If, if, if that's people standing on buckets, that's people standing on buckets. We need to do a little tweaking in the system if we want people to stop standing on buckets. Does that say that we can't go up and say, hey, that's probably not a great idea. You need to get down. Absolutely not. You should totally get that person down off that bucket. Yeah, or you yeah. should totally talk to them and say, look, not good. Let's figure out why this is happening, right? And dig deeper. That's the real that's the real kind of moral of my story, I guess, is to yeah. dig deeper into the system and discover where that's actually coming from. Because I think you're right. I think you're right is that a lot of organizations, there was a lot of not just not just companies, I won't pick on them too much in particular, yeah. but there was a lot of really great BBS sales folks, right? And a lot of organizations that wanted the easy button and they just kind of complimented each other, right? Yeah. Like, you want easy, I'll give it right here for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Only thing you got to do. And human performance, original iterations of human performance is not that much different. So for my HP family out there, my HP friends, uh, my, my real HP pr practitioners, um, you guys know what I'm talking about too, is that human performance even became just a weaponized version of human performance. Just has behavior-based safety often in organizations that do it not so great. Um, it just became weaponized. It was just a roundabout, more polite way to blame people, right? Absolutely. And even even human performance, right? I've seen that in organizations time after time. This weaponized version of human performance. So we're not we're not out of that either, right? Where it's it's well, if they would have just done that two-minute drill harder. <laughs> Right? If they would have just verified harder, better, you know, and it's like, well, you got to assume that they're just going to mess that up. <laughs> you yeah. can't use that as a fence. But my, to, 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 to shut up about that kind of long, rambly, hot, <laughs> behavior-based safety rant thing, that, that's been on my mind for a little bit. I, I don't feel bad. I started you off on that one. <laughs> I, I, I put it on the T for you. You all, you all know me too well. That's what, <laughs> but, but it's this. I really like the way that Todd Conklin put it in and around behaviors, right? And I, I feel that this is how most organizations apply behavior-based safety. Yeah. Is that if you want to change actual behaviors, going out and asking people to change their behaviors is not a good way to change behavior, right? It's getting back into that system. If you just go out and say, hey, I don't like that behavior, change it, whether it's with a stick or a carrot or saying please. Yep. That's just not a good way to change behaviors. And again, yeah. I, I, I get it. There's, there's, there's a lot of good stuff in the positive reinforcement. There's all these other things that we have to consider. But generally speaking, mm -hmm. going out and asking people to change behaviors is not a good way to change behaviors. You got to get deeper in understanding where they're coming from. So I hope yeah. that's kind of a nice cherry on top on that rambling yeah, mountain that I just... <laughs> it is, absolutely. And I think the issue is it's in the name. When you say the behavior is the basis of the safety program, mm -hmm. it's in the name that shows you the flaw. 
right, right. You know? But the principle right. of it, if you're doing the principle right, then yeah, true. It's it's part yeah. of your system, and it makes it the the easy, the lazy man's way of right. safety uh, is just harping on the behavior as opposed yeah. to saying, hey, culpability is on everybody's side. When did we miss, you know, yeah. finding out where we deviated from a, an accepted norm or where was yeah. it that we missed that management wasn't given the support they needed right. or you start stepping on toes in your uh, exit investigation mm-hmm. when all of a sudden you find out part of the root cause is we didn't get any kind of resources that we needed when someone yeah. said, no, we can't stop right now to do some training because yeah. production has to be done and you know yeah. then you step on toes so truly well, it, that's part of it's it. so interesting because to me it's this too is that you know um and I, I'll, I'll i'll put out my warning that we're all special we're all unique we're all we're all different and amazing but people aren't all that unique right let's just let's just we're all pretty much the same right yeah. if you have a deviation prone rule if you have a procedure that people work around if you have uh people standing on buckets because this person does it, you probably got a lot of other folks that do it too, right? Yeah. Again, it's back, it's back to that the system is creating those behaviors. But people aren't all that unique. If we've got like a clunky procedure that's like 100 pages long and it's inefficient, guess what people do? Not just that one person we observe, but most. They're going to find a way to create efficiency. They're going to find a way to do it a little bit better in their minds, right? In That's their minds. The they, they want to because I used to say that all the time when I was a manager. I used to say as a manager, I would give the job to the person who was the laziest to do the new job and give them a good week. They'll yeah. find the most efficient way to do this job because they inherently have that built into yeah. them that I'm going to find the easiest, quickest way to meet yeah. my goal. <laughs> well, we, we see it. We see it a really, a really good example and a really, really kind of obvious example is this. Um, we see it in parking lots all the time. I can't think of a single employer that doesn't have a problem with their parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't. Right. It's always, well, we can stop people from slipping and tripping in the parking lot and the world will be fine. Right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Th- there's usually I've seen in again, the folks I'm around, I've seen some pretty significant stuff occur in parking lots over the past couple of years. But, you you know, you get to a larger site, a larger location, a larger facility. And you got a lot of people moving from point A to point B trying to get in the facility. It's usually in the, the early morning hours. You know, the light might be a lot. There's just a lot of stuff. Right. And people, they they built these committees to just design parking lots to try to make them a little less prone to having these kind of slip trip events. And a lot of it has to do with folks taking shortcuts, right? Most of the time it's, well, you know, the person went through the rocks and they got down down through the rocks and they they navigated this like this for the past three months, fine. And for whatever reason, this time they, they caught their toe on this and they fell over and then they broke their arm yeah, <laughs> or well, they broke their leg. months or whatever, they're wearing down to tread on their shoes. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and the, it's this, is the understanding that, look, you can take, you can put all the, the pretty stripes in the parking lot that you want. You can put all the directional indicators in the parking lot that you want. There's going to be some that go, that are very compliance minded that are just going to follow those lines, right? Yep. Those are the folks that are almost in this world of religious compliance that you probably need to be just as cautious of <laughs> because they're yeah, going to be absolutely. blindly following, right? 
Yep. Then you kind of get the other side of the spectrum too, which is the folks that are like, I'm going to take, I'm going to f- the, the shortest route possible. I'm not yeah. going to exert any extended, any extra energy on this at all whatsoever. And it gets back to this notion of actually putting in barrier, or actually putting in, you know, uh, uh, essential control, you know, in these situations. Um, I was working with, with an organization a couple of years back that were doing, taking this exact problem. And they're like, well, how do we stop people from going through these areas you have to put up a control if you don't want people to go over the rocks you can't just put up a sign and say don't go through the rocks yeah right put we're in arizona put a wall of cactuses through those rocks and people will not go through your rocks don't give them a gap they'll squeeze through a wall (laughs) or build an actual wall right right put something there right and get rid of the signs because then at least they have to scale a 10-foot wall and we'll give them a trophy for that if they actually they actually get over the wall get through the shortcut (laughs) yeah you know so it's it's that it's it's back to understanding that you know if those behaviors are present right they're coming from somewhere and in that particular situation it's just our innate human nature to seek efficiency right we're we're not going to fix people we're definitely not i haven't seen an organization overcome human human evolution yet Yet, right, I don't think any of ours are going to be that that company, right? Um, <laughs> Musk might be onto something, but not us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we have to respond and say, okay, well, let's just put this here. Right? That's a really, really simplistic example, but it forced people to kind of go the way that they wanted them to go. And there could be some other problems with that. But yeah, yeah, again, there was instead of just asking people, demanding, telling, punishing, rewarding. It was that we they put something actually there to help change the behavior. Yeah. So. And for those of you who are listening and thinking, where's the safety consulting side come from? This whole conversation was mostly that because if someone is going to ask you to be the consultant for an accident investigation or if you're doing an informal conference with OSHA and now you have to figure out what happened so that you could give some some sort of mitigation before OSHA gets you know the hammer down. Right. That's what this conversation is for to help you open up your mind, help you help you open up the different ways that you would approach the organization so you could give them different point of views. So yeah. uh, that's that's truly what this is all about. And I got a, a question for you, Mr. Uh, Hop University. Tell me how that came along. I got a hold of Teachable two, two and a half years ago and my my yeah. consulting course is coming from Teachable. So when I saw oh, wow, really? Hop University, I was like Oh man, another teachable person. Cool. Yeah. Well, see, and it's interesting because I didn't get into teachable until more recently. So mm-hmm. it's it's interesting because we we actually house kind of this hobby university stuff in both places. I was like, I got into teachable kind of late to the game, obviously, right? There's people that have been doing like self for more than two years. And I kind of started with it. And when I when when I uh when when I launched Hop University, Every, there's all those courses are still available on Hop University, right? So we, we have these kind of on-demand courses on Hop University and then also on Teachable too, so people can kind of choose whichever platform they like best. Oh, Teachable's cool. So let me let me just I'm not sponsored by Teachable in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> but when I started playing with it, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Why did I think of this? This is so neat. It's so easy, isn't it? <laughs> it's so great. Yeah, it's so great. And what I think is great about it is you can put out such amazing content on demand, right? Yeah. And that that's what started Hop University. So when I first started down this path, I, I shared some of this story already, but I was burned out. I was ready to leave safety, right? Somebody dropped a book on my desk, a near and dear friend of mine. Um, I was working in the nuclear plant at the time. They dropped a book on my desk. I don't think I have it or I'll wave it around, but they dropped the book safety differently on my desk by Sydney Decker. Oh, yeah. 
and not the right place to start. So let, let me throw that out there. Uh, when I had Sydney on my podcast, he, he got, he kind of picked on me for that. When I was on Conklin's podcast, he kind of picked on me over that. Yeah, He's yeah, like, that's yeah. not the book you need to start with. So let me say that if you're, if you're wanting to explore human organizational performance, if you're wanting to explore safety differently, if you're interested in any of this stuff that we were just talking about, I would encourage you to maybe read some of Conklin's works to maybe read. Decker has a great book called the safety anarchist. There's a couple other books out there that again, just don't start with safety. Differently. It's huge. It's thick. It's, it's yeah, long. Yeah, it's yeah. winded. It's, it's, it's collegiate, right? Go, go get into something that's a, that's a little easier of a read. Well, he's a professor um, for Griffin university. So exactly. exactly right. Be collegiate, right? Exactly. Well, and I'm, I'm just, I'm just working on his other one, which is basically, it's, it's basically a history book of safety and it's phenomenal. <laughs> it it starts, it's, it's, Decker is the opposite of linear usually. And he really put this in as much of a linear fashion as you can, starting with where did safety come from and how do we wind up where we're at now? And it's yeah. a great read. So again, I, I'm, I swear to you, I'm not a salesman for, for Sidney Decker or Todd Conklin, but they both yeah, yeah. have phenomenal works out there if you're interested in this stuff. Um, but they dropped that book on my desk and I started reading it and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is all the stuff that I've been thinking Right, that I've been trying to say for a very long time to these organizations. Yeah. And now all of a sudden someone else is saying it. Right. And now all of a sudden I, I have something to call it. And now yeah. all of a sudden, you know, there's there's the, it gives me the tone, it gives me the vocabulary, it gives me all this stuff that that most of us have been feeling for a really long time that it's not good to beat people. It's not good to blame people. It's it's we, people are our biggest resource. They are the their problem solvers. They're not the problem. They solve our problems, right? All those kind of things. Uh, and it really it really pushed me pushed me down that path of staying kind of in the safety profession to begin with. That that was really what prompted me originally to stay in the profession. It was like, okay, things can be done done differently yeah, yeah right and then that's kind of what led me down down all all of this stuff originally and kind of going down the, the hop rabbit hole but the problem that i had when i started that and i promise this is coming back to hop university <laughs> the, pro- the problem that i had when i started that was that the same person i went to them okay how do i go how do i go see a, a class how do i get in any class yeah and they're like oh you can't <laughs> like, what do you mean you can't like well there's one but it's in the it's in amsterdam I'm like, uh, all right. Wow. And it's four thousand dollars. <laughs> and you gotta pay for your flight. And everything. I'm like, yeah, as yeah. much as I would love to go hang out in Amsterdam for a week. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, right? <laughs> and for me at the time, um, at the time I was working, I was I was mostly working as a contractor, right? I was working for some large uh, maintenance and construction contractors through the majority of my career. Um, there were some great companies that I worked for, but many of them did not believe in professional development, right? They believed in it as long as you were paying for it. <laughs> Right. So, so it wasn't one of those things where I could just go ask my, my employer for a check and say, Hey, I'd like to take this class and can you fly me to Amsterdam for a week? Right. <laughs> so I always kind of kept that in the back of my mind. Right. I always kind of had that. Eventually, eventually I managed to see uh, basically a hot fundamentals class. Right. But I'd already read. 20 books by then, right? I'd already given myself a self-education. I'd already sit, you know, watching lectures. Fortunately, folks like Sidney Decker publish all their lectures, a good chunk of their lectures online. You can sit and watch his lectures on safety differently, his lectures on just culture. Just go look it up on YouTube. Again, if yeah, you're, if you're interested in kind of getting a taste, it's great stuff, right? Yeah. But he's very dynamic, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Especially if you watch some of the more produced movies that they've done now. Yeah. There's some great, there's some great stuff that they put out. I think it's safety differently than movie. 
And it is, it's a movie. It's a full produced movie. It's great stuff. So it's not your normal, like dry, starchy, boring stuff. So again, I encourage people to go search that. Just look search, safety different in the movie, just culture the movie, just, just some great stuff. But I had a problem with that. I was like, well, what do you mean I can't just get access to training? What do you mean I have to wait until, you know, four years from now they're scheduled to be in Las Vegas. So I'm in Phoenix. I can figure out how to get to Las Vegas yeah, yeah, four you. years from now. Right. And I'm, I'm not putting down a lot of the kind of in-person hot fundamentals. Hot, I think that there's a place for that. Right. I think that's good stuff. Um, my favorite way to teach a lot of these courses is in person. Obviously, I'm a people person. I, believe it or not, I like I like talking. Right. I like conversations. It's fun. It's a blast. Yeah. It's a blast. I love interacting with people. That's why this whole kind of social distance thing is, is really messing with my head. Yeah, I like yeah. shaking hands. I'm a, I'm a hugger too. So yeah. it's FI. If anybody meets me, I'm a hugger. <laughs> um, but it was that. I was like, okay, this this just isn't this isn't right. Right. I, I need people should have the ability to access as with everything else, as with basically any other class on the planet, right? People should have the ability to log in and do this on demand on their time, on their schedule. If it's two o'clock in the morning, sitting on the couch in their underwear, they should be able to log in and do this, right? And I, yep. that's that's what started me down the path of Hop University. Now, in addition to that, you know, it's been kind of cool because we've been pulling together a lot of these little different webinars and all that, you know, free webinars, just stuff to, to, to get give people resources, people to give, you know, some value to go hang out. We just did one a while back that we called the Safety Differently Power Hour. Um, when I say we, this one was a, a, a significant group of folks of, of my, uh, my my friends from down in Australia. So Dr. Dave Proven, we had on Andy White, we had on Steve Harvey, we had on Tony McConaughey, we had on Josh Bryant. So we had a panel. So when I say we, we, we had a panel of these folks that we pulled together um, that basically all folks, the majority of them, with an understanding of how to implement safety differently. They've done it in organizations. Yeah, so it was right. great. We, it was a power hour and we just did an hour of Q&A talking about this stuff. So it was it was a blast. Um, so it's just stuff like that. It's bringing, it's taking the message of hop. It's taking the message of, of I'll just say safety better, right? Mm -hmm. of, 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 of maybe a, a better way um, and spreading it around more than it's been spread in the past, right? It's taking it and making it more accessible to folks. Um, probably than it has been in the past. Um, I've, as we kind of mentioned, I recently put it on Teachable. I've got some other stuff that's coming up on Teachable that I, I won't get into too deep, but I got some, <laughs> got some plans. I got some plans for some Teachable exclusive content. Oh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah so just, it was that. It was just making it easy, right? I, I like easy. We were just talking about a while back, right at the beginning, um, about kind of the generation that I grew up in. Mm-hmm. We grew up in this generation that if I want to learn how to do something, I could go educate myself. Why right? not? I, I can go find a class online. Professor YouTube. Right. I can go sit <laughs> behind YouTube. I can go find somebody to talk to. Right. Yeah. I can go learn that stuff. And so I applied that same mindset when when we when I started to develop Pop University. I was like, that just needs to be a thing in and around hop. That needs to be a thing in and around human performance. That needs to be a thing as we move into this kind of this 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 next chapter of safety. We need to make it more accessible. If we want this stuff to really grow and industry to change, we can't just keep hiding this and pretending, you know, or keep hiding and saying, well, one class every two years is good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because other than that, you basically had to, you have to pay for a consultant to come to your organization, teach a course, which is great. Again, that's great too. But if you want that first step into it hop university is a pretty good pretty good step into it and we're, we're making that a little bit more advanced too as we kind of go yeah, along yeah. we're looking at some other it courses takes a while it's a little learning curve 
with uh, with working with Teachable. And for me, it took me a little while to figure things out and how yeah. to make people their you know author of their particular course, and then how to do a, a customer portal or right. you know different things like that. And I noticed on your website, man, you really have the customer portal set up. So that's when I knew that's the website part and not the teachable part. <laughs> right. Right. Which is awesome. The way that you've, you've got it, you know, you've, you've worked around some of that stuff already. We I've started to, and you know, that was probably my biggest struggle when I first started in a teachable was just trying to figure it out. Right. It's, it's a new system, right? Anything yeah. that's new. And again, teachable is, is pretty intuitive, but not that. intuitive. Right? It's, it's yeah. still, t- there's a learning curve. Right? It's, 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 learning it's, you curve. really have to like sit down and, uh, my first kind of on into Teachable, I was sitting at my dining room table. And I'm like, oh, this will be a quick 30 minutes to take a look at this. Six hours later, I stand up and I can't move because my back is out from sitting at the dining room yeah, table yeah, for like six did. hours. I'm like, oh, well, at least that's done. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But it's, yeah, for sure. I think what, what I've really tried to do with uh, with any any platform that I'm, that I'm on that I have out there, but especially Hop University, is I've tried to make everything branded the same, feel the same, have the same content. You know, all the price points are the same, right? Everything is the same. So if you cruise over to Teachable, other than Teachable, I mean, we yeah. we do offer some discount there for folks to go try our Teachable stuff and all kinds of stuff there. But um, it's really just making sure all that stuff's built out, making sure that, you know, when you go to Hop University, you know what it looks like, you know what it feels like. Yeah. When you go to Hop University's Teachable, it feels and looks just like the, the regular Hop University website, other than the fact that it says Teachable, right? It's, yeah. it's you've, got, you've got all this stuff to where it's just, for me, that's the stuff that I look for. You know, when I go do this stuff, I'm like, okay, this feels, you know, this, this, this is, a, I like the aesthetic of this. This is nice. Branding, it's yeah. pleasing. It's pleasing, right? The branding is pleasing. Everything's the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, I get a little OCD and that's, I still have typos and crap everywhere in my stuff, but everybody does. Everybody does. So tell me a little bit about how you, um, I'm not going to use balance because I saw your last post on balance, but how do you, um, how do you turn off uh, Sam, the employee and uh, you know, Sam, the hop nerd. Uh, So, so how do you get that, that, that uh, differentiation between those two things? Yeah, so I, a lot of what I do now is I just I really just have a, a I built a wall as much of a wall as I can, right b- between those two things. You know, I've shared that um, that you know I, uh, I I still have a day job. I still do my day job. I still have all that kind of stuff going on too, and I really just do that. I just everything that I do, I make painfully make sure that it's completely separate, mm-hmm. right? I make sure that everything's completely separate. Is that sustain- um, sustainable? For now, <laughs> yeah. For now, <laughs> I try to I try to make it as separate as I can. Now, getting into like Sam, the Hopner, Hop University, Sam, Normal Life, all that stuff. I'll say that there's no separation at all, yeah. right? It's everything is just integrated, and I, I get that a lot. People people usually look at what I've got going on. They're going, "Holy crap, he's got a lot going on," but yeah. I like that. I, I that's that's kind of that's where I thrive. And I think people, that's a lot of it, is understanding where you thrive. But mm-hmm. I thrive in hectic, busy. I, I like that. I like that. I like the way that feels. Right. You I, can tell I, that from your Twitch, man. You're standing up, you're going at it, your daughter right. is in the background every now and then. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, just like, whoa. It's constantly going, right? It's constantly going. 
so that that's what you know that's that's what I, that's really what it is um for me it's it's uh you know again kind of the normal day job there's obvious there's obvious need for separation there I, I really you know the ethical thing to do is make sure that they're as separated as I can and they stay they stay pretty pretty well separated um, but everything else it is it, it is pretty much I don't want to say free for all but I just I just have embraced that um kind of the post you're referencing I've just embraced that I'm in a season that I'm not going to have a lot of balance right now I'm, I'm just in a season of my life I'm at least for right now and it's, it's life is seasonal right everything's temporary everything changes at some point I'll be at a point where I'll, I will seek more balance Mm-hmm. But right now, so much of uh, my passion is every ounce of my passion I'm investing into the Hop Nerd. I'm investing into Hop University, right? And to do that, you have to be willing to get a little wobbly. You have to be willing to get out of balance to do that. Um, yeah. I was sharing it with uh, with Jay. I was over on his podcast a while back. Jay, and I would, uh, or excuse me, he was on mine. Let me. Oh, uh, I was on his, but then he was on mine. So his episode is coming out soon. <laughs> Probably outline, but uh, we were we were having some of this conversation too, Um, and it it is that it's just you know right now I'll give you a good example. Um, People people look at a lot of stuff I'm doing like how do you do that much stuff? And the rule number one is I don't sleep a lot. Let me (laughs) let me me say that I don't sleep a lot. Right, so I was again just perfect example. You know I I I, I work on stuff almost all day. You know I I work on my day job all day. I work on hop nerd stuff all day. I work on Hop University stuff. You know, I basically have a, a good chunk of like five hours in the afternoons where I do nothing but work on Hop University, where I work on Hop Nerd stuff, where I'm replying to emails, where I'm talking to people, where I, you know, just all that kind of normal stuff that we do, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you're in bed by midnight and then you're back up at 5 a.m. <laughs> yeah. Right? Eight hour work day. Then we're adding extra five for some hop stuff. So, you, you know, with meals in between that's a 16 hour day and yeah. if you're going to sleep at midnight waking up at five then that means you're you're uh, fudging on how much time you're actually giving one yeah. thing or the other so right yeah but it's, it's a little it's, it's it's a little dynamic so yeah, yeah, and yeah. midnight midnight is just a guesstimate right so last night was roughly midnight ish uh, there we go <laughs> so, so last night yeah, was midnight that off <laughs> right yeah last night was midnight ish some nights it's late i mean it is i mean right i mean that's that's the biggest part of it is that um it really gets into just the investment of time um for me what i have found with so much of this stuff so far uh and and i'm i'm pretty new into i'm i'm new into podcasting right i I Mm -hmm. consider myself very new into podcasting i just started this you know mid to late last year right i'm I'm new into podcasting hop university like a year just over a year yeah. Hop Hop University just uh, just came about. Um, it was a thought that was going on. I, I'll finish that story here. Is, is that it was a thought that was going on that this should be easier. This should be accessible. There's no reason why it shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And then when everything happened with COVID nineteen, I was like, I have to make it accessible now. Got to right. So it was kind of that thing. It's, it's some of the silver lining. I was just having this conversation again the other day. Is some of this silver lining in and around um, this horrible tragedy that's occurred? Right. Yeah. Is that we're forced to innovate? Right. We're forced to create things. We're forced. We're forced to adapt to the market. Right. We're forced to create this stuff that maybe wasn't there before. And that's yeah. probably a good thing. That's probably a really good thing that's coming out of this. Out of all the tragedy and all the terrible stuff that's happened. Right. Yeah. There's still 
some of that. We're still learning how to adapt. So that's that's really kind of what pushed me to to pull the trigger, so to speak, on actually launching the site. Right? I'm like, okay, this has to happen now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this definitely definitely has to happen now. Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. so so much of that is just. I just accepted the fact that things are going to be kind of, it's going to be a wild ride, right? I just accepted the fact that I'm going to, you know, really just have to pour in time um, mm-hmm. because what I've really found with all of this stuff is that you can teach yourself how to do a lot of it, right? We're just talking about learning how to do teachable, learning how to do podcasts, learning that's, you know, there's so much information out there. You can go out and you can learn this, this great stuff, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's there's not a ton illusion though what about that thought balance is an illusion such as um pretty much let's say you're you're right now looking at it on a macro view of your 24-hour day but if you're also thinking of it in a micro view of pouring yourself into whatever it is at that moment that you're doing it that's your balance you're poured a hundred percent of yourself into that moment with your daughter and with your spouse and you know that is you know your hundred percent of pouring yourself into it that's your misbalance if you will yeah, that's so, a very that's a that's a very valid point. Yeah, yeah so that's a that's a very valid point. Yeah, exactly. I think I think that's a that's a very good perspective to take on it, uh, because most of us look at it from this 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 point is that you know balance to us is okay. You, you, I wake up at the, this time and I I get out of bed and I do my yoga and I have my cup of coffee yeah. and then I you know this this kind of, this kind of very calm balanced life, um, and uh, that's that's where most folks will insert the word balance. Right? Is they, they mean kind of kind of this calm and very planned out kind of day, uh, yeah. and I'm sure yours is just as similar. <laughs> Our days are like boom, boom, over here, over there, over here, over here, there. Yeah, do this, yeah. do that, do that. <laughs> Phones ringing, got to do that. You know, it is kind, of, it's kind of all over the place, right? Yeah. So I, I really, I really like your perspective on that because I think that's exactly right. Is that that you probably do discover balance by investing into that particular moment, right? Making sure that we're not trying to multitask a lot, making sure that we are kind of just looking at, okay, I need to do this. And this is where my mind and my heart and my passion and everything else is going to go for right now. I think that is probably a really, a really good way to put it. Because yeah, uh, I was, I was just thinking about that, that you know, because I, I, I was complaining, I'll be honest with you. Um, I was, I was complaining about it. I was like, oh, I miss this. You know, I, I, I wish, you know, things were this. So, you know, I wish that I had time to do this. And my friend basically, uh, this is kind of reference the post that you just talked about. Uh, my friend was like, shut up. <laughs> right? Number one, shut up, quit complaining. And, and number two is that, you know, that, that balance is kind of an illusion, right? That back to the seasonal stuff that we were just talking about, that if you want to get really great at something, you're going to have to invest that time into it and understand that some of the other places that you enjoy, right, are probably going to suffer for a while, right? Yeah. But it'll come back, right? It'll, it'll come back and just accept it for what it is and enjoy the ride. It's kind of, kind of a lot of what the, what the conversation was. So I really, I really appreciate it. I do. I really appreciate the, the perspective that you bring good, to that good. because that's, that's, that's unique. That's different. Yeah. I, I deal with that a lot with uh, people who are pursuing becoming a safety consultant or if they right. just get started, it's, you know, if we were looking at the macro view, of course, it's going to be unbalanced in air quotes because yeah. truly you're going to have to build your business because if you don't, you're not going to eat. <laughs> right. End up starting. So right. you have a, you have a unique situation where you're, you're able to 
do things both. You can actually still work yeah. and build your yeah. business. And truly, I tell everyone that's what you want to do. You want to yeah. stay in your business as long as it's possibly yes. feasible and then transition when it feels comfortable. So uh, that balance is not going to happen because right. it's not practical. It's then don't beat yourself up on it because yeah. what will happen is you'll then become of you'll end up doing what most people do. You'll be a product of your imbalance, air quotes again, uh, where you'll always feel stress. So right. without the, the present moment reality, then you're, you're done. Well, and that's that's so much of what I tell people is this, is that a lot of the folks, and myself included, and this is what I discovered kind of from that conversation that's a little deeper, uh, is that a lot of that imbalance that I was feeling wasn't really imbalance in my day-to-day life. It was the fact that I wouldn't take the second to turn off my mind for a few minutes, right? Yeah. So most folks that really get into doing anything, anything even in this vein, right? If you stick to it, it's because you love it, right? Because yeah. if you didn't love it, there's no way that you, <laughs> you would be doing this junk, right? There's no way, right? Yeah. You love it, right? And you're passionate about it. And for me, like, and, and where I, I would I make this assumption that most of us that are kind of doing this kind of stuff, where most of us are pretty much the same, right? More than we're different. Mm-hmm. We don't stop thinking about it, right? I'm the person that's laying there in bed going, oh, I totally need to do this. Oh, no, no, no. And then I need to do this. Oh, this would be really cool, right? So taking that time to try to turn off for a few minutes is what's really helped me over the past little bit. You know, yeah. that conversation helped spur that. That too was like, okay, you know, what I really need to do is, you know, I, I need to set some ground rules for myself. I need to say, okay, I know I'm not sleeping very much, but when I do sleep, right, I'm not going to tote my phone into the bedroom with me. I'm going to make sure that yeah, I get yeah, some yeah. good sleep. I'm going to make Absolutely. sure that I disconnect. I'm going to make sure that, you know, I'm going to scribble down my thoughts before I go to bed so I'll stop thinking about them right and I'll set that there it's just just some little like you know this kind of this kind of fluffy stuff that we hear a lot of times you know yeah. it is helpful though it's super helpful to sit down and again when when your mind's turning and you're trying to turn it off at night that's where I was struggling a little bit yeah. going, okay well if I write it all down and I put it in my list in my book right my mind stops for a few minutes and I can get to sleep and I can not think about this stuff for a minute and when I wake up the next morning I'm going Oh, I have a clear head. This is cool. This is nice. Absolutely. (laughs) And then maybe you might have to, um, you know, for me, it's a little easier because I've already been uh, full-time for a while. So uh, I used to, especially when my wife and I were, were traveling in our RV, which was, you know, our life. I mean, yeah. I sold the house and RV'd and started. I started cool. doing Zoom because of that a few years ago. Yeah, that's I, cool. I needed to go. You know, I need to separate myself and yeah. get get out. And in order to get out, I have to you know create a way for me to be virtual with my clients. So I started to do yeah. that a few years ago. So this new you know a post-apocalyptic or current apocalyptic world that we're living in. You know, I was already I was into it already, but yeah. when. Um, especially if you're in a creative mode, just go with your creative mode. And for me, it was easier because all I had to do is if I missed a little sleep, I'll nap later. You got a a full-time job, so you can't do that yet. But uh, whenever the creativity hits, it hits for a reason. So go ahead and flow with it. Go with the flow for however long it takes. Yeah. And then go right back to sleep. Get it out the mind. Just just release it. Go with the flow. You yeah. write it down like you just was yeah. doing. And yeah. sometimes it's you know two in the morning, three in the morning, and right. uh, then go right back to sleep. 
Well, and there's 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 something there. I think it was it's interesting because you do you kind of you you strike that gold so to speak, right? You find it, and for me, and and I again, I think of folks that that continue in this space or at least continue to pursue this stuff. Um, we we are kind of cut from the same cloth a little bit, and yeah. we find ourselves that we're like, okay, I've got this idea. I'm sitting down and I'm building that right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. So I, that's that's what I was kind of joking about with the teachable stuff. I wasn't really joking, right? It's when I when it's like an okay, idea to outcome, I want to sit down and I want to see it through, right? I'm, I'm not the kind of person, it's not in my nature, it's not in my personality to kind of leave stuff simmering. Yeah. Right? And, and I've got I've got to when when something comes up and, and again that that create that creative mode hits where I get that idea I'm like I'm making this right now right now and it's really, yeah I don't care if I I don't sleep at all for this week it's getting done <laughs> you'll get a better product you'll feel better about the way it's flowing and then truly right. your mind will get it it will satisfy your brain enough yeah. that says out right. <laughs> It's out, it's out yeah. in the universe. <laughs> so, uh, give me all. Um, before we go, I, I want you to just plug any and everything you got going on. Just, just go through the list. Let us know where to reach you. Let us know what's sure. coming up. Let us know yeah. your Twitch. Let us know your all LinkedIn. Whatever you got to do, just, just let it out. So I well I'm pretty much everywhere on social media. So let me start there, everywhere. right? So and I'm I'm active on social media. I try my best to be as active as I can. Um, I would say that I'm probably most active over on LinkedIn. So if you want to head over, you just search Samuel Goodman. You'll find me. You'll see my little tag that says Human Organization Performance Nerd. I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, we have the Hop Nerd page over there. We have Hop University over there. So I, that's always phenomenal for me. I do some LinkedIn exclusive content. So most folks are on LinkedIn. Do me a favor, give me a follow there. I hope that I can provide you some valuable content. And that's really the goal. Uh, as I kind of started down this path, well before I did anything else, my goal is just to provide valuable value to people, uh, valuable content. So I pump out all kinds of stuff there. But I'm everywhere: Facebook, uh, Twitter. I'm on Twitter a little bit, so it's the only one that's different. Everything's at the Hop Nerd or Samuel Goodman. Other than Twitter, it's the Hop Nerd One, right? So you can find me there. I've been a little more active because I found that people were trying to message me, and I just was ignoring Twitter. It's the only app I think I don't have on my phone is Twitter. But I am there, so I am hanging out there too. Um, the website. So you can head over to thehopnerd.com. That's a really easy way to find me, learn more about me. Uh, you can tune into the podcast there. Again, I am a podcaster. I forget that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, that's the backbone of most of what I do. I, I am a podcaster. So you can find my podcast, The Hop Nerd Podcast, pretty much everywhere, right? Anywhere anywhere you want to tune into podcasts, you can listen to it on the website. Hop University is hop, H-O-P, H-O-P university.org. We offer all kinds of that, those courses, all those kind of things that we were just talking about. Um, we've got a lot of stuff cooking over there. Again, just trying to bring value to folks pursuing that that maybe safety better journey is really what, what we're doing. And we're on Teachable. So there's all kinds of stuff going on, including the book. That's the one that I always forget to plug now is the book. It's the newest, so I forget it. So I, I wrote a book that we talked about a little bit called Safety Sucks, um, the BS and the safety profession they don't tell you about. And you can find that. On, it's on Amazon. Um, there's a paperback version on Amazon. There's Kindle version on Amazon. You can also get it from our website. So if you go to safetysucks.net or any of the other websites that I just mentioned, you can get a copy of it. Um, as you've seen, for the folks that do order through our websites, uh, you do usually, I'll usually give you a little love note and some stickers and so. <laughs> 
some other stuff. Suck swag. <laughs> some safety suck swag. But yeah, I mean, pretty much everywhere. But the easiest way to get a hold of me, you can in any of those. You can slide into the DMs. You can send me a thing through the contact form. You can send me an email, sam at thehopner.com or thehopner.gmail.com. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to get in contact. And I'm, I, when I first started on this path, I just like having those conversations. So I wanted to make sure that I was available to talk to people. So even if you just want some information on hop, even if you just want to have a chat about hop or I, you know, I said something that you don't agree with, I'd love to talk about it. Um, that's, that's really why I do this. Uh, our kind of little tagline slogan, or the, at least what we toss around our mission, our mission, so to speak, is that we just want to make the world a better place to work because by making the world a better place to work, we just make the world a better place. Uh, and I believe that that happens through these conversations. I believe that that happens through safety professionals and leaders and everyone else just having these tougher conversations and figuring out what better is. So if you want to have one of those conversations, I'm open to it. I'm always game to chat. So if you need information, if you need input, if you need help with something, just just reach out. I'm always there. Excellent. Excellent. I thank you so much for coming on the show. I, I, I knew I needed it. Like I, I messaged you. I need you on this podcast, man. And a fat kid needs chocolate cake. <laughs> well, I was excited. I, I, I said your message. I'm like, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun, man. This has been a blast. I love it. Oh, good. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on. Next time, no. you're going to have to give me a guitar lesson because I've been you know, going back and playing guitar, and I know you, you're a bluegrass guitarist, so I need some lessons. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll have to uh, we'll have to do a Zoom jam at some point. Oh. I've, I've challenged a couple of folks to this, so yeah. what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to get together. Oh, we're have to get yeah. some all everybody connected at once. Now there'll oh, be some lag, awesome. so we probably won't all be able to go at the same time. Oh, <laughs> but, all right, I'm in. But we can we can go around and and kind of kind of kind of swap riffs a little bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm in. I've, I've, I'm, uh, I'm only a, a rhythm guitarist, so you know I'll do the rhythm. You guys can do all the lead. There we go. We'll make it CFG. work. You can't go wrong with CFG. <laughs> That's right. Of course, we can, you can make like a thousand more than a thousand songs with that we're gonna <laughs> i'm pretty sure there's like millions by now cfg no, i mean that's that's every country album right <laughs> it's all you know really cfg <laughs> all right brother thank you so much cool man thank you have a good rest of your day man hey you too all right bye bye, bye. have you been considering wanting to take the safety consultant blueprint course online well, let me throw a monkey wrench into your thoughts. I'm going to do a live three-day event on Zoom. It's going to be a workshop that is me walking you through this course step by step by step. Each day, July 28th, July 29th, and July 30th from 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to have an intimate group of a maximum 15 participants. So register today. SheldonPrimus.com backslash live for the Safety Consultant Blueprint. So go to SheldonPrimus.com backslash live and register today. Welcome back to the show. Wasn't that a great uh, interview with Sam? Uh, I've really learned a lot about him and just respect all that he does. If you hadn't had a chance to follow him on uh, the Hop Nerd podcast, so make sure you listen to the Hop Nerd podcast. 
he's interviewed so many interesting and well-respected and renowned people on his podcast. It's just like amazing if you look through the list of guests that he's had. So get a, if you get a chance, you, and I really suggest you do this, just go ahead, subscribe to his podcast, and, and listen up. Uh, he also talked about his Hopping University. So uh, if you're very interested in human and organization performance and you don't want to wait two years, I think he said in our interview there for for another good course. Go to hopuniversity.com and you'll be able to get some training on that from a reputable source. Uh, our good friend Sam. And again, if you have not downloaded the Safety FM app, do that now. So you can download the Safety FM app. You'll have my show. You'll have an, uh, Sam's show and a bunch of other shows you can listen to around the clock if you wanted to. All right. So the tip of the week, what I'm really going to focus on is uh, just going ahead and doing what you really, really plan on doing. So if you are uh, planning on doing a university or doing a, a course, just do it. Yes, there's planning. Yes, there's things you need to do. The best thing to do first is to start writing an outline. But you uh, you have to take that action to do it. So, for instance, let's say you do this. So this is your homework this week. Figure out what you really, really want to see uh, accomplishment, like Sam did with his Hop University and what I have with uh, my national environmental and occupational safety training uh, NIOSD, that university that I have, which had a couple of names, but I'm, I'm sticking with that one. I developed the course, I developed the blueprint, and right now if you have went to sheldonprimus.com backslash contest, you should, so you can uh, enter for a chance to win the safety consultant blueprint course. And I'm just saying all this just to say, you could do it too. It doesn't make us really special that we're the ones that are going out there and doing this, but we've got expertise in some areas and we decided to make it uh, where people could go out and get it. So with that expertise, you want to make sure that you can go ahead and do it. You got to do it. You got to plan it. Uh, if you're going to write a book, take uh, create a cover for that book. And then if you create a cover for that book, you'll always uh, put it in some place where you can always see it. Always look at that cover. Always refer to that cover. So if you always refer to it, that means you're making it real to you. So uh, that's one of the things to do, okay? So that's my tip. Just do it. Go out there. Do it. Make it real. In some way, make it real. And uh, if you want to do a website and uh, email marketing and everything, best way to probably go about this and the cheapest and also with some coaching would be uh, the Patreon page that I started. Uh, one of the tiers on the Patreon page is a tier where I will help you get that thing going. So go to patreon.com backslash safety consultant and you'll see the fifth tier and you'll get the website, you'll get a podcast, you'll get um, email marketing, uh, all that stuff. It's put together in the package and then you have me coaching you along the way as well. All right. So just make it happen. All right. And 
Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, go ahead and subscribe. If you haven't shared it with a friend, go ahead and share it. If you haven't done the contest, we're about to end, so here's a good time. Go ahead and do SheldonPrimus.com backslash contest and get your chance of winning the Safety Consultant Blueprint. All right, well, that's it for me this week, so go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.